Have you ever opened your mouth to say something and then the moment you said it, you wished you had never said that? If we are all honest with each other, we've all said things we regret saying, either in the heat of an argument or at the end of a day when we're tired. The problem with communication is that words hurt and words can get us into a lot of trouble. Today, as we look at the book of Proverbs and the wise sayings within it, we will see that there are ways to communicate that make us wise. No one wants to look like a fool. We all want to appear wise to others. And one way that identifies how wise we are is our speech, how we communicate with other people. When we think about our relationships as parents with our children or children with our parents at work, at school, or with friends, how we speak can have a drastic effect on our peace of mind, our emotions, and even advances in our careers and our marriages. So learning to communicate wisely is a wise thing to do. So what are the ways to speak that make you wise? Well, when we turn to the book of Proverbs in the Bible, we see a number of different ways that show us what speaking wisely actually looks like. And the first one is found in Proverbs chapter 6, verses 2 and 3, and it's apologetic speech. So let's read this verse in Proverbs 6, chapter Chapter 6, verses 2 and 3. It says, If you are snared in the words of your mouth, caught in the words of your mouth, then do this, my son. Save yourself, for you have come into the hand of your neighbor. Go hastily and plead urgently with your neighbor. This verse explicitly tells us what to do when the words of our mouth have brought us trouble or caught us in a difficult situation. We are to save ourselves. That is, do something about it yourself. Run hastily and plead urgently about your situation. What it's really saying here is that you would go to your neighbor and apologize. If we are to apologize, we first need to be reflective about what actually comes out of our mouth. And then proactive by doing something about the words we say. Many times we know or feel convicted about what we have said, but we decide to do nothing. At the same time, sometimes we go about thinking, I could never say anything wrong or hurtful. Doing nothing or not reflecting on our speech proves that we're not wise, but just really foolish. Apologetic speak, speech is not weak. It's really strong. Maybe there is someone in your life you need to apologize to. You know it in your heart. You think about it often, but you haven't yet followed through. This verse reminds us that we need to go with haste and apologize. Then you will prove to have wise communication. One quality of the wise is that they are apologetic before God. They have apologetic speech before God. 
Apologizing to God is really taking responsibility for our behavior, repenting and saying sorry for sin and being responsible in our relationship with God. Wise people apologize to God for sin. They go with haste and plead urgently with Jesus for the forgiveness of sin and that Jesus would take upon our sin upon himself, taking it to the cross and bearing our penalty for all the dumb things we've ever said or ever done that have missed the mark of who God is. Hopefully, hopefully everyone listening has had this moment of a apologetic speech with Jesus because it is incredibly important for our relationship with God. Here's another way to speak that makes you wise and that is found in Proverbs chapter 11, verses 12 and 13. And it's respectful speech. As we read Proverbs 11, verses 12 and 13, it says, Whoever belittles his neighbor lacks sense, but a man of understanding remains silent. Whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy in spirit keeps a thing covered. When someone slanders or belittles you, we often don't find out. We just may have this strange feeling that other people are talking about us. Slandering and belittling hurts people and reveal what time of what type of person we really are. Slandering is when we make a damaging false statements about a person or their reputation. Belittling is when we put down others, making them look unimportant. This type of communication does not make us appear wise, but we really appear foolish. On the other hand, having respectful speech about others displays that we have some common sense and understanding for our neighbor, revealing that we are actually trustworthy. And this verse exposes the wise as someone who is able to hold their tongue and say things that are true and respectful of the other person. So here's a question for you. Is that what your communication is like? Wise people speak respectfully of others, even when they don't agree. When we don't speak respectfully of others, we reveal that we're just foolish. Jesus himself never thinks of his creation, you, as unimportant. Jesus never speaks falsely about people. Even in dealing with religious leaders of his day, he had a lot of strong words to say, but he never said anything that wasn't true about them. Jesus had respectful speech towards even everyone. Even when he spoke in the temple, when he was being accused before he was crucified, he spoke respectfully. Jesus behaved in a respectful manner. May we be like Jesus in every way. May we be his hands and feet in our world today in our speech so that our speech declares that we are wise. Here's another sign that makes you appear wise, and that is guarded speech. 
Over in Proverbs 13, verse 3, it says, Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. To actually set a guard over your mouth is difficult because it requires self-control. This idea of a guard is centered around the concept of protection. You protect yourself and you protect others when you know when to open your mouth and when not to open your mouth. At the same time, when your mouth is out of control, the result is ruin. Everyone needs to guard their speech. And for some of us, we are naturally slow to speak because of shyness or because we just prefer to listen. There are so many people who know more than we do. Guarding our speech is not just keeping our mouth shut, but actually filtering what we say. Now, for some of us, we have no filter. We don't actually think about what we say. It just flies out of our mouth. If we would like to have wise speech, we need to guard what we say. There was a security guard who worked at a drug company for 15 years. At first, he was always very alert and watchful for thieves. But as the years passed, he became relaxed and lazy. Sure enough, one evening, the company was robbed of thousands of dollars of drugs while the guard slept. The next day, the company came and fired him immediately for not watching. You see, it's easy for us to become lazy as we attempt to guard our speech. This verse reminds us that what happens when we don't guard our speech, that is, we come to ruin. Just like the guard who grew passive and stopped doing his job and then was fired. You see, the stakes are high when it comes to words that come from our mouth. And may each of us be faithful to stand guard over our mouths. It's a sign that we are wise. It's a sign that we actually have the wisdom of God in our lives. Here's the last sign mentioned in the book of Proverbs that demonstrates wise speech. And that is soft speech. Over in Proverbs chapter 15, verses 1 and 2, we read, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise commend knowledge, but the mouth of fools pour out folly. A large percentage of what we communicate has to do with the tone of our voice. There's been many studies done that help people understand how we communicate. But when we're exasperated with things that are happening around us, our speech is sometimes rough, it's coarse, it's unsympathetic and even harsh. That kind of tone in our voice stirs up anger and the listener feels like they need to defend themselves or they don't agree with what you have said or how you said it. And so anger is right there. And when anger takes over a conversation, the, un the conversation always goes sideways into arguments or miscommunication. 
and definitely hurt feelings. This verse reminds us to have a soft answer, especially in the home with our kids, our family members, our spouse, where we're answering softly and encouraging knowledge in our communication, where we're really saying it's foolish to stir up anger in a conversation. How many times have we let the tone of our conversation reveal that we are foolish? Would you commit with me today to have soft speech in our conversations? We need wisdom for everyday life. We need wisdom for our speech and how we become wise is to have our speech be soft, be guarded, be respectful and apologetic. This type of communication declares us wise. We need this type of communication, this type of speech with Jesus, our Lord. If you've not had the conversation with Jesus about your life, then you actually need to. Jesus invites us to talk with him about our mistakes and about our failures, about our sin, because he actually has a solution for the sin and for all of the problems that we see in this world. Jesus has a solution for these problems, so let's approach him respectfully with, with soft speech, calling upon his grace and mercy. And as Jesus sees us, he will see us as wise. And as we do this, we can then make this kind of speech a habit in our life through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. And then men and women around us will see us as wise people that have wise speech and that people will come to us to ask the question, what makes you so wise? You see, the way that we get to this place of wise speech is just asking Jesus to help us speak wisely. So let me encourage you today to ask Jesus to help you speak wisely. To step into this place where you may need to apologize to Jesus for some of the speech, maybe some of the things you've said about him. And maybe you need to apologize for those in your family or that are your friends that you said something harshly to. But let us remember that there is always grace with Jesus. And may we have grace with our speech as we answer softly to people and as we guard our lips and we speak respectfully to others. You know, that you, we can't do this in and of ourselves. We need help. And that help actually comes from God. So let's pray together and ask God to help us in our speech. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that your word contains wisdom and that you empower us through your word, through your Holy Spirit, to have this wise speech that we need for everyday life. Lord, I pray today as we've looked at your word, as we've looked at these wise sayings of Proverbs, that you would just help us have wise speech, speech that is apologetic, that is respectful, that is soft and humble before those that we talk with and that we actually guard our mouths 
from hurting others and from seeing things we ought not to. So Lord, we thank you for this wisdom that you give us. I pray, Lord, that we would apply it and live it in our lives. And we ask you to help us with this. In the name of your Son, Jesus. And we pray all of this in your name. Amen.